And now, it's time for the Radio Wings podcast. All the essential Welling United information from on and off the pitch. Brought to you direct from Parkview Road. Parkview Road. Well, hello everyone and welcome to episode 10 of the Radio Wings podcast. This episode was recorded before the home game on Saturday the 12th of March against Bath City. Apologies as it's only a short podcast this week. The next episode, which will hopefully be available next week after our next two matches, will go back to its usual longer format. On this week's show, and later we'll be hearing from Welling United Ladies team manager Danny Murphy on their season so far, and look forward to their match, which is at Parkview Road this coming Sunday, the 13th of March, when they play Meridian FC. But before that, and on Thursday this week, I was at Parkview Road to watch manager Peter Taylor and his coaching staff prepare the players for our home game against Bath City. After training, I managed to catch up for a few words with Peter Taylor and club captain Alumide Jurajaya. First up is Peter Taylor. I'm joined now by Welling United manager Peter Taylor at Parkview Road just after training. Uh, how was training today, Peter? Very good. I had a very good weather day, so that was nice. Trained on the uh, on the grass, uh, which is a change for us, uh, but it helps us, of course, because then we know we're playing on it on uh, on Saturday. So uh, yeah, but no, the attitude's fine. The attitude's always good with the players. They're very determined to to uh, to to progress, uh, and um, you know we, we just try to, to prepare the best we can. It's been it's been pretty dry, so we haven't really messed up the pitch at all, and the people are going to come on it tomorrow as well. So, so, so it's, I think it's a good idea that we trained on it. And I was watching from the sidelines uh, without giving anything away. Chance to work on some uh, different formations or different set pieces. Uh, well, we've looked at things. Yeah, we've we, we've you know we always try to get something fresh into the players. Um, you know, there's times you know that the last game we played a couple of uh, systems, uh, and the good thing about it, the players you know they understand it. They they get on with it, and um, so whether it's a back four or back three, they, they adjust, which is good. And I must give a special mention to Dipo Akinyemi. He really seems to have come on in the last couple of weeks, regularly scoring. Seems to be a lot sharper on the pitch. He's been outstanding, honestly. He's been a, he's been a joy to work with. Uh, he's been very determined. Uh, he wants to, you know, he wants to be a better player, and uh, so he's giving himself a real chance. He's got himself nice and fit, uh, and he's a handful. You know, when he's when he's right, we know how important he is, and he's a handful to mark. And I just spoke to our captain Olu Jurajaya. Like he got on the score sheet last weekend. That must have pleased you. Yeah, 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 because I think he's had a couple of shots previously where they've been about five miles away and I've always had a go at him for it. Uh, so I think he was really pleased that, that he got that goal on Saturday because I think I might have uh, accused him of never going to score. So uh, so I'm delighted with that. Uh, he was unlucky, actually, the couple of games before that where he hit the post. And um, so so if, if he can add some goals to his, uh, his performances, that would be great. And obviously playing in midfield, it does ease the pressure on the strikers if you can get goals from midfield, like to chip in with a goal tally. Yeah, I think any any team any team that has success in 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 the country really cannot rely on one person, you know. And uh, you know you've got to get so many from set pieces, you've got to get so many from different positions, forward runs, and so on. And uh, so uh, we're no different. We try that. We want we want midfield players to score. We want wingers to score. Uh, we want strikers to score, and we want you know centre halves to score from set pieces. So um, we'll keep practicing. And finally, obviously Saturday here, Bath City at home, tough game. Like looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, tough game. They're, I think that they're, they're playing better than their results suggest, which is a little bit like our, ourselves. Uh, it's going to be, you know, that they're, they're playing good football, uh, but they're also conceding. So I think we've got to make sure that we put them under as much pressure as we possibly can. Well, thanks, Peter. Thanks for coming on to Radio Wings, and good luck for Saturday. No Thank problem. You. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. So that's Peter's thoughts. 
Now club captain on Umide, Durajaya. I'm here now at Parkview Road uh, uh, training on the Thursday before the game against Bath and sat beside me is uh, club captain Olumide Jurajai. Olu, how was training today? Um, training was alright, um, just going through a couple of things that we're going to prepare for for Saturday's game. Yeah, that's, it was alright, it, it was nice, simple, nice and easy. Nice day, nice day obviously. Yeah, yeah. Good to be training at Parkview. Do you prefer to train at Parkview Road or like than the training ground? Obviously um, being here Saturday, does it help? I think um, I'd much rather prefer training here, obviously just because it's grass and a lot of the teams we play against is grass and then going from Astro to grass is just sometimes a little bit um, it's a little bit harder on the body. So I'd rather train I'd rather train here actually, I like it here. And obviously this Saturday, tough game, Bath City at home, a game that we need to win I'd say. Yeah, we need the three points um, definitely obviously um, to keep the pressure away from us. Um, and then to keep um, us staying up in our hands rather than leaving it for the results to go against us and other teams, you know what I mean? So we need the win, we actually need the win. And what's the spirit like in the team? Um, it's always good, it's always good. Um, I think even if we, even when we lose, we try and stay together as much as possible. But um, yeah, I think the, 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 the spirit of the boys are, is really good right now. Now, I must take you back to last weekend, mm. right? Your goal to make oh, it 1 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about this before the game. I yeah, said yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. about time yeah, you got a good. You did say it. And did uh, say it. what is it like to get finally on the score sheet? Um, it feels good. I feel like once I got one, I think I might get a couple more. Um, but again, it's just building from last week. I think I needed that more than anything else because obviously it was my fault for that first goal. So I thought I needed like some form of a reaction or, or to play some part in obviously helping the team get back level or something like that so it was good for me and good for the boys as well and obviously like you being a captain mm -hmm. you're like a lot older than most of the players like it's added responsibility <laughs> on you yeah. there is a response do you feel yeah. that responsibility to sort um, of like drag the drag the team along yeah I feel like uh, a big brother a dad at sometimes um, to some of the players um, a lot of the boys come to me and do ask for like help and just for a little chat and whatever else it, it's I think it's the first time I've been one of the, well, if not the oldest player in the dressing room and it's, it's, it's new for me also being a captain as well. It's actually, it's, it's good for, I think it's, it's better for me because if I wasn't captain, I probably would be a little bit more out of control. Um, it's kind of kept me in line a little bit and making me um, think about what I'm doing a lot more than just acting out. So, yeah. Well, all the best for Saturday, Olu. Thanks yeah, for coming thank on Radio Wings. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Many thanks to Peter and Olu for taking the time to speak to me straight after training. So now we turn our attention to the Welling United ladies team. And this week I spoke to ladies team manager Danny Murphy about his thoughts on their season so far, plus their next home match, which is at Parkview Road this coming Sunday. Joining me now is uh, Welling United ladies manager Danny Murphy. Hi Danny. Hi Nigel, how are you? Not right? bad yourself? Yeah, can't complain, can't complain. Now, obviously, this Saturday, sorry, there's a, a, a game here at Parkview Road, but we'll talk about that a bit later. Uh, team currently sitting in 55th position in the Division 1 South after 12 games. How do you think yeah. the season's gone so far? Um, do you know what? We've had a kind of up-and-down sort of season. Um, there's a lot of stuff that kind of has gone on in terms of, like, trying... We've probably restructured the team, and... Um, so we had a round robin at the end of the lockdown last time and it kind of gave us only like a three-week break between then and the end of the season uh, before the new season starting. And it kind of put a, 
a lot of girls under pressure with work and you know family commitments and things like that um but that kind of uh, affected us a little bit we lost two girls during the year and they moved on to another club they just wasn't the right fit for us person as as people and we moved them on i moved them on and you know it's improved the team massively i think you know decisions i probably made where i should have maybe moved them people on a little bit earlier um and it would have had a less of an effect on the team but they're lessons i'm learning and you know but as a team we're, we're not a million miles away we're quite close um it's not as uh bigger gap between the fifth and the top spot, especially with them got got to play each other. We've still got to play Hastings um, <laughs> at home, and we've got to play. Uh, we don't we don't have to play as Acorns, but I think Hastings are the best team in it, and they've got to play each other twice, Acorns and Hastings. So yeah, it's kind of been up and down season, but I still think we have a really good chance of finishing in the top two. And as you say, top of the league at the moment are ASA Acorns with 39 points. Um, they're five points clear, but we're still six games to go. Obviously, there's 18 points to go for, so obviously it won't just. It's obviously going to be a case of just try and finish the season as high as possible. But still, anything's possible. Yeah, no, it is, and I think that we can win every game we play between now and the end of the season. And I think that we, you know, the map. Listen, if we keep progressing the way we're doing as a club. Like to go up this year would be unrealistic anyway, because we've jumped two divisions. We've been going for two years. We won the, we, we was massively successful in our first year and we got to put up two divisions. Um, my, my aim was to finish in the top three or four this year, but the way things are, I still think we can win every game and potentially be right up there at the end of the season. Um, and uh, if we can finish in the top three, like next year's the eight, next year we get promoted. We have to, as a team, we want it, as a club, I know the club want it, so we have to go for promotion next year, but to jump up the two divisions and finish where we're at at the moment is probably not acceptable for me because I think we need to finish in the top three and I've been really open and honest with that with the girls and I think they're exactly the same they want to finish as high up as possible because we feel we're good enough to play in the league above and it's just getting out of this division is the hard part and I've been looking at some of the results like so, like high scoring games um, not only at home but away from home and you capped that a couple of weeks ago with a very impressive 4-0 win at Maidstone at their Gallagher Stadium yeah I mean honestly like, and we had I had four five girls missing we had a young girl under one the under 16s from the scholarship programme playing goal in the second half we've got you know like we've got a young team my average age compared to most of the other teams in this league other than maybe Maidstone is probably around 19 so you know we're, we're young like, and we've got a lot of good young girls coming through mixed with some very good experienced players like the likes of Emily Simmons, Hannah Gilmore, um, Liv McGregor, Maddie Bone, who probably some of them will say they're not old, but they're a little bit older than the, you know, the 19 year old girls. But the the average age is young and well, there's so much potential with this team. And it's shown this year by the results we've had. I mean, if you look at the goals we scored against Mainstone, like, the football played and it was very good. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, I saw the uh, the goals on, on the uh, ladies' team's Twitter page and very impressive, very, like, uh, great performance all round. Yeah, well, it was very strong. One of the nicest of days down there, and it was freezing cold. But, like, as I said, we had four or five of our, our captain wasn't playing. One of, we had loads of players missing, and it was like, to still go out and have that backup from, like, 17 and 18-year-olds stepping up, stepping up and still able 
to have that level of ability. It just shows what we're trying to do it. And what we're trying to do as a women's club is we're trying to be the best within the area and we want young girls. I don't want girls that have been around five or six other clubs within this league at, at 28 to 30. Like It's a waste of time because they're going to be here for a season they'll go somewhere else. I want longevity. I want girls that are here from 7 to 16 to 24 who understand the process and what we need to do and that'll help us get up through the leagues. But shopping and changing every season, it's not a bit of like, not for me. I think it needs to be more structured. Um, bringing girls through the academy needs to be our sole aim bringing them through and putting them into the first team. And that brings me on to my next question. Uh, obviously, this week, it's International Women's Day was celebrated this week. Um, when it comes to the football, the women's game is just getting stronger and stronger. How easy is it to attract players? It's not. <laughs> it's, um, do you know what? It's not It's not hard if you do the right things. Um, and I think that because we've, as a group, the, the, the girls in particular and the stuff we've done off the, off the pitch as a team, and people see our social media and how close-knit everyone is and a lot of stuff they do together. Um, that helps people because like, you've got good people in. Like, there's good people are part of this team that want to, you know, everyone cares. It's all about the team. It's not about you individually. It's about how do we develop and improve as a team. And because we've got that, I think that that's helped. So that's the thing for me is that it's... It's not really hard to recruit, but it's recruiting with quality and having the right people. Yeah. Because I'm, I've been very big on we need to have the right people here. Um, that we haven't really massively gone out and recruited. It's really been through girls knowing another girl who's like, you know what, she's good and she's a nice person. Like you'd like her. We brought her in. Then they've come in. They've become a part of the group. Um, you got Grace Laverick who's come from Phoenix. She came in, she was playing right midfield, she's now I sent forward and like good person. And it's like and she she honestly she's come in, she's taken over control of the social media, which has done me a massive favour because I've no interest in doing that, but she's brilliant here. So like, little things like that have made a big difference to having the right as I said, the right people coming in to help. Yeah. And are are there any trials uh, planned on the horizon like for the, to to hopefully recruit players? Uh, not till next season. So once uh, next season starts, then uh, we'll um, try recruiting them. But we'll get the rest of these games out, out of the way, and then we'll look at recruiting players from then. Now, obviously, like the ladies have started to play regularly at Parkview Road. How important is it then to play home games here to really feel part of Welling United? Um, yeah, of course it is. Just massively, the girls want to uh, women's football in general. Like the girls just want to feel a part of the club. And um, when you're not a part of a football club, it's really difficult. And I think over the years, that's the biggest thing I get from all the girls, is that they, they need to feel a part of the football club. They need people to... Uh, they want to be a part of a football club and then they'll invest in their time and effort in it. And that's what's been here so far, because they all help out on the match day. They're well out with training, well out with all the social media aspects of what we do. They feel a part of it and playing at the ground makes a massive difference yeah and one thing that's great is obviously that supporters can come along and, and cheer them on and have a drink in the bar and, and see like what the, the yeah. quality of football is that they play it's, it's, it's quite amazing yeah no it is so having a mirror and having that support and people coming in and watching the games makes a big difference yeah absolutely so finally this Sunday the ladies obviously we are at home at 2pm kick off tell us about that game yeah so we've played Meridian at the bottom of the league um 
which is obviously the game that for us, if we want to kick on, these are the teams we need to win. So we need to really go into Sunday's game, you know, focused on winning the game and making sure that we win it. And I also believe that that's going to be a special, it's a memorial game for someone very special. Yeah, um, one of the uh, club captain, Emily Simmons, uh, Pete, who um, used to he used to come out to a lot of the games, and he's been a massive supporter of women's football in terms of he's been at every home game, he's been at the away games, um, he uh, has been a what do you call it, massive um, advocate for what we've tried to do as a club, and uh, he just making sure that we do the right like right things, been been at home away games, just like nice person actually probably Emily probably the one who I really would like to know him a lot he's a family friend but it's just sad that he passed away so so sudden in the last uh, couple of weeks and I think it's obviously been very difficult for Emily and her family but it's been difficult for all the players because he's been at all the games he's been out with the girls afterwards for food and drinks and things like that so it's probably a is something that they all kind of really thought to deal about on Sunday. Absolutely, and I know that we're planning to have a minute's applause on Saturday for him and before yeah. the ladies' game on Sunday, so that's very important. So, say it's a two o'clock kickoff. Um, are there admission charges on the turnstiles? Yes, it's two o'clock. It's uh, it's four pound for adults and kids come free. Um, so that that's the charges for the uh, on the match day, and then obviously normal with the bar and stuff like that. But, uh, people come and hopefully enjoy the game and spend some money behind the bar and it helps everyone in terms of the club it's something we need to really do more often um, we try and get as many as the young girls down there as possible so we want them to show we want to show them there's that clear pathway from you know the academy into women's football well thanks ever so much for coming on to Radio Wings Dan and uh, hopefully we'll get a good turnout on Sunday and a, a much needed victory no way appreciate it Nigel cheers Dan take care mate cheers see you later bye see bye bye Many thanks to Danny for coming onto the podcast. And if you are free this Sunday, then please come along down to Parkview Road to support the ladies. As Danny said, it's a 2pm kickoff. It's only £4 for adults, free admission for children, and the bar will be open for refreshments. That's it for this week's show. As I said earlier in the podcast, hopefully the next episode will be available very soon. So keep an eye on the Radio Wing social media news for any news of that. My thanks to Gary Holland on production. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. Stay safe, everyone, and I'll catch you later. You've been listening to the Radio Wings podcast. Keep up to date with everything that's happening at your, your club. club. Online at wellingunited.com.com.com.com.